your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Now, a public meeting is being held this morning to establish a baby and toddler interest group in Westbury. And mum, Nikki Legear, joins us to tell us a little bit more about it. Good morning, Nikki. Morning, Joe. How are you? Now, you have a bit of history here, don't you, yourself in this respect? Yes, I do. So, um, I was the organiser of the baby and toddler group in Westbury for six years up to the pandemic. Um, and then suddenly we had to close as the whole country did. So um, there hasn't been a baby and toddler group in Westbury since the beginning of the pandemic, so March 2020. So from your experience, tell us what was happening at the baby and toddler group up to the pandemic. So um, up to the pandemic, basically any parent, carer or guardian could come along um, on a Tuesday morning. They could get a cup of tea and coffee and there was a safe place for the kids to play. Now, um, very important, I suppose, for new parents or parents that have just moved to the area because it it helps you build a a social connection with the area and build support locally. But also, if you have a new baby and your baby is, you know, has been up all night with colic or reflux or doing whatever baby things are doing, you could come into the toddler group and meet other parents who are going through the same thing and all of a sudden your worries don't seem as big. Um, But it's basically a safe space. For, for parents to come in and for um, for the, the children to to play and to develop their social skills, it was a it was a real lifeline. So um, I've had a couple of reviews. I put up a poll on Facebook the other week asking whether people would be interested in the toddler group again, and um, lots of parents started writing how it helped them in their lives. So they have a group of friends now in their local area that they wouldn't have had without the toddler group. But as well as that, their children have a group of friends in the area, local to where they live, that they wouldn't have had within the toddler group. Um, So that was before the pandemic. I think it's even more important now, post the pandemic, because we've been all so isolated for so long. So there there will be parents out there who have two-year-olds who have never been on a play date, who have never interacted with other children other than maybe their cousins, if they have cousins living nearby. Um, There will be new parents who have just you know, gone on maternity leave and have their new baby and their world is turned upside down because they're now at home all the time that could do with somewhere to go. And that's what the toddler group is there for. It's there to support both the parent and the child. Yeah, Um, I mean, there's no doubt, Nikki, that the whole sleep deprivation thing that you mentioned or (laughs) a child being up all night and and feeling um, isolated can can be a terrible thing, can't it? And you're absolutely right. The comfort and support of others who have experienced or are experiencing the same or similar is of great value. Yes, it's um, it's making it so that you're not alone. It's giving you a little bit of solace when your world has been turned upside down. If you are a new parent, this is the first time you're doing everything. So everything is new. And you're going. if you go into a baby and toddler group, it just helps you feel like actually this is all normal. And everybody else that's sitting at this table is also sleep deprived and everyone else at this table is also going through the same problems. So it just normalizes it a bit. But as well as that, it... Get, it lets you recognise people. So if you're going for a walk then with your baby later on in the day or in the week, you start saying hello to people and it starts to make you integrate into the community a little bit more. Yeah. So there's there's I many mean, benefits. I suppose it's like everything, isn't it? We're chatting to Nikki Legear. There's a public meeting being held this morning to establish a baby and toddler interest group in Westbury. I mean, they wouldn't allow you to suddenly become a doctor overnight, but that is what happens if you're a first-time parent, really. 
Exactly. <laughs> it is. So you, you go to a few antenatal classes and you get all the information that anyone can possibly give you. But um, once you have children, you know what it's like. But until you actually have a child, you don't know what it's like. So um, it can be a steep learning curve. And I mean, the good news is that it's actually perfectly normal to put uh, your hands over your ears and run around the house <laughs> screaming in those early days, isn't it? <laughs> It is, but yeah. But uh, rather than that, come to a baby and toddler group. Yes. You'll get a bit of comfort. <laughs> Definitely a better thing. But you made a really interesting point earlier, Nikki, about kids who've never been on a play date because of the pandemic. Yes. So you mightn't have realised this, um, but when before the pandemic, if if you might have lots of things to do, you might be going to the library. So as a, I had a two year old when the band pandemic started so I used to go to my our own baby and toddler group on a Tuesday I used to go to the library I used to and from those groups you'd have no parents that you would arrange you know to meet up in the park or go to the playground or you know even just to come to one each other's houses and the parents could have a cup of coffee or a cup of tea but with the pandemic we were suddenly not allowed to see anybody not even our closest family members so suddenly you went from um seeing seeing people all the time to nobody. But I was in a lucky position in that my child was two, so at least she'd had been on a few play dates. But if you just had a new baby in 2020, you might have a two-year-old now that has never been on a play date because the groups are only starting up again now. So you don't have connections. You don't, you know, unless you randomly start talking to people at a playground, which is difficult enough because you might be a little bit harassed running around after a two-year-old, <laughs> you know? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, um, no, no, no doubt about that. So, so it can be very lonely. It's even more lonely now, I think, than it was two years ago before the pandemic. Now, Nikki, I mean, your parenting life has moved on a bit in terms of your kids being a bit older, so I presume yeah. you're willing to point others in the right direction, but you're hoping that some of that burden gets taken from you. Exactly. So um, I suppose from my point of view, I'm holding this meeting this morning and hoping to get volunteers to step up. People who are in the situation where they have babies or toddlers at the moment and the group would be a lifeline for them in their current situation. For me, I just feel like it's such a shame that the group isn't running at the moment. And I feel kind of responsible because I was the last person to to run it. Um, But my youngest child is starting uh, primary school. So I would be, I'd be there by myself, which isn't, and I wouldn't be going through the same things as everybody else, which kind of defeats the purpose. It's more of a, a baby toddler group is more like a, a peer support group in a way. Mm. Um, and, and, um, I, and I presume, yeah. Nikki, you know, in the old days, let's say, you could just organise a group and that would be that. But there's a bit more to this, isn't there? Yes. So um, in the old days, so this group was running for 30 years and we had kind of legacy arrangements. We run it very. Um, we run it in the side room of the church, thanks to St Nicholas Church, which is which is fantastic. It's a lovely space. Um, but as the years have moved on, there's I suppose further requirements that weren't there before. So now you have to think about safeguarding of children, and you have to think about insurance, and make sure that if anything does happen, that it's you know taken care of. Um, those kind of requirements weren't there 30 years ago, as a lot of things. You know, 30 years ago, you could probably leave your front door open and not lock it. So there's probably some things that came in because they should be there. Um, but they're not big obstacles. So the volunteers that would run the group, there's kind of two hats they would have to wear. One is just making sure they have the appropriate insurance and that the place gets, you know, um, set up every time they have a, a meeting and that just the admin, that the bank account is there and they apply for the grants to, to buy the toys and to facilitate the group. The other hat that the volunteer would need to wear would be the, the support hat. 
So it's the anytime someone comes into the group, the welcoming them, the greeting them, the introducing them to the other parents and the children and just making sure that the toys are set up and that it's a welcoming space where people feel comfortable to come and hang out for a couple of hours once a week. Very good. So uh, happening in St. Nicholas Parish Hall uh, at 10 a.m., yes. is it? 10 a.m., yes. So um, I have to go off and get ready now shortly. But um, it's the room to the left of the main door of the church. Very good. And tea, coffee and the babies. Welcome. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, look, I, I think a great idea. Hope it does happen uh, for people in that area and might inspire others in other parts of Limerick City and County. Uh, if they had one and it lapsed or maybe they haven't had one in their community, uh, that uh, it might uh, get up and running. So we appreciate your time this morning. Nikki Laguerre, thank you very much and uh, enjoy the morning at St. Nicholas. Thank, thank you very much. Take care. Bye-bye. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.